Good morning, you're listening to the Fresh Egg Digital Breakfast with your hosts, Ryan Ogilvie, Mark Longhurst and Tom Brennan. So this week we're going to be talking through our thoughts and advice really on how to market your local business online. So a few basic tips and a few of the experiences that we found over the years here at Fresh Egg. So sit back, relax and enjoy the podcast. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. You all good? Yeah, very good, thank you. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. So you'll notice that Tom is absent once again from the podcast. Another another spell of man flu. Another case of the man flu. Yep. It's dangerous. Yeah. It's going around. It is going around. In July as well. I don't know where that's come from. No. Not a clue. So it's just us. A bit lonely, a bit quieter. Yeah. How's your week been, mine? Yeah, I've been really busy this week, actually. It's uh, obviously the last week of the month, so for some reason, that always ends up being one of the busier weeks. I think the start, first week and the last week of the month are super busy. Um, and then in my in my own time, I'm just working on my own site, writing lots of content hubs and things like that. So I'm extremely busy, and I've been watching Stranger Things. How is that? It's awesome. So it's a Netflix yeah. show, for those of you that don't know. If you haven't seen it yet, watch it, because it's awesome. I'm already halfway through the first series. It's it's just fantastic. It's one of the best television programs I've seen in a long time. I haven't I haven't seen it, but I mean, there's lots of like eighties throwbacks to yeah. it, isn't it? There's a lot of Spielberg references. Okay, I need to start watching it. It's on my list, but my list is pretty big. Yeah, that's the problem. For some reason, it just made it to the top of my list. I don't know why. I think I think on Rotten Tomatoes or somewhere like that, it's like ninety seven percent. Oh, really? Okay. So I just had to check it out based on that. Yeah, I've heard a few people around the office talking about it. Yeah, it, it is. Good. It is really good. So how about you? How was your week? Well, it's been good. I last weekend I actually went to a casino and had yeah. sort of training on blackjack and roulette. So I hadn't really training played. on blackjack. I mean, well, can you go? Can you really go wrong on blackjack? No, not really. I mean, it was for a birthday, right? And, and we went out, and it was like part of the experience. We had like a big dinner, right. and then we we were shown sort of the rules and stuff like that. And I mean, I've I've dabbled in it before, but I'm rubbish. So it was quite useful to sort of get yeah. a few hints and tips as, as yeah. to do it. But then, you know, once, once they sort of stopped holding our hands and, and stopped letting us play with sort of free money, they went, right, you know, now, now go play like real games. I, I think I put a fiver into to one thing. I've never seen a fiver disappear so quickly in my yeah, life. Yeah, you can see how people lose lots of money it very was, quickly. I, I had about 20 seconds. I was like, yeah, yeah. oh, it's gone already. Yeah. I've, I've the, never seen it. The thing is, blackjack is pretty, I mean, blackjack's pretty much luck. Oh, how the cards definitely. go whereas poker is a lot more I mean yes it is luck in, in terms of how the cards go around but in terms of bluffing double bluffing you know, all of that kind of strategy it's a lot more strategy in poker luckily we didn't get into that it was very much just a luck game yeah. and I had terrible terrible luck is it because you were like mostly drunk by that stage anyway no no it wasn't that bad no no it wasn't that bad was, mm. was playing very seriously wanted to at least win a little bit of money didn't work there. Wasn't to be the day. <laughs> Maybe you should have been drinking. I probably should have, and then I might have been like, yeah, yeah. More, more risk taking. Yeah, more risking. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody's got any clue if you're bluffing or not because you're half passed out. <laughs> How was uh, Aladdin at the weekend? Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. I went to see Aladdin last weekend. It was awesome. It's good. Really, really good, yeah. The, the songs in it were obviously brilliant anyway, but they added a few songs for the musical, and um, yeah, they were all really well done. I think one thing I will say is it, it was a, mo- a lot more panto than any of the other musicals I've seen. Which is odd. So usually when like the villain of the the musical comes out at the end, you know they take a bow and people applaud them because that's what you do. In this, Jafar comes out and everyone boos him. Okay. Which only tends to happen in my experience at a panto. Yeah. So it was really odd, uh, and that kind of happens like throughout it in bits and pieces. But it was it was really good. Yeah. So it's only been in London for a few weeks. So, and we were only like three rows back, four rows back. Prime seats. So it was good, yeah. It was really good. That's you good. could see the sweat pouring off the axes. 
<laughs> That's too close. Yeah, That's maybe close. a little bit too close, yeah. <laughs> so today we're mostly talking about sort of how to market your local business online. So sort of the key things that you should be doing, the foundations you should be laying, and then some of sort of our favourite things that we've seen. I yeah, yeah I, I think that's fair to say, yeah. So starting at the very basics, Google My Business. So one of the primary ways people search for a business or, or search for something like coffee shops or restaurants in a, in a locality is they go to Google and they search. And what typically happens is a Google My Business result appears on the right-hand side, which looks a bit like a knowledge graph result. And what that will have is you know, logo and pictures. It will have the name of the business reviews of the business um, and then have address your phone number opening hours and then all of the individual reviews will be shown there now getting those things right are crucial they're the very basics that your business should be doing so making sure that you have a really well optimized high quality photo you know logo you have high quality pictures of the inside of your business and pictures of the outside of your business so people can quickly work out oh that's what it looks like from outside and they can also know you know what it looks like from the inside you know you obviously want to have the name to be right um and then you want the correct address correct phone number and correct opening time so people who are searching for your business or searching for you know restaurants that are still open at nine o'clock at night will not you know are not are going to get the results that they're looking for going to get the information they're looking for right exactly because there's nothing worse than you know, discovering something, picking up the phone and only finding that it doesn't exist anymore. Or the phone number is just ringing Absolutely. out or whatever. But actually, they've got the wrong phone number. I had an example where uh, one of our clients came to us and said, you know, we've, we've dropped in local uh, local searches, you know, referrals. I think it was phone calls that dropped or something. And it was because um, across pretty much everything other than um, like Yelp or something like that, they had changed phone numbers and not updated it. Right, so it's yeah. going to obviously have a massive impact, especially as it was wrong on Google, on the number of calls you're going to be getting. Because on mobile, the, the fact of it is, you know, what I often do is there's a Chinese restaurant that I love going to here in Worthing. I, search, I, I never remember the number and I'm not someone to save a number in, on my phone, really. So I just search for the actual restaurant name. Oh, there's the phone number. One click, bang. You call it on my iPhone. Yeah. And, you know, if the number's wrong, I might well choose another restaurant because I'm that lazy. <laughs> you know, that's, that's what people are like, you know? Yeah, no, definitely. Because it's just, oh, there's a second one there. I'll press that button. And right. again, one click, and you're on the phone to them. Especially, I mean, this, that's probably a bad example because I live in Worthing, I know all the restaurants. But if I'm in London and I search for Chinese restaurants, I hit the first one, the phone doesn't, the, the phone doesn't, number doesn't work, or... You know, the, it has poor reviews or whatever. Yeah, the opening times are wrong, so it says it closed two hours ago. You're not right. going to go. Yeah, or it doesn't have opening hours at all, when I know for a fact the one underneath it is open for another six hours. Exactly. Well, I know which one I'm going to. Yeah, absolutely. And, I mean, there's a direction button on there as well, which I missed out. Mm. And and that's really useful, especially if you're, as you were saying, you, you walk around London, you don't know London very well. You can quickly press that, and it will direct you there. So yeah. making sure that the address is perfect they dress exactly where you are it means people can easily find your business absolutely i'll tell you what i loved being about uh, being in london this weekend is usually i have my phone out and people's like oh you know bloody tourists what they're doing 
this weekend it looked like I was playing Pokemon Go. <laughs> you looked the same. Everyone had their heads down, their yep. hand out, and that sort of half-concentrated face yeah. of looking for where the nearest Pokemon were. Yeah, even though I was actually looking at directions. We talk about this every week now. I know. It's well, just because I'm sure everyone's talking about it. Yeah, I know. It, it, it was funny because I had my uh, portable charger plugged in as well. Because my, my, <laughs> my, I mean, ironically, my phone battery had run out because I was playing Pokemon Go yeah. o- along the tent. It's not surprising. But, yeah. I just look like a normal person playing Pokemon, which I, which I quite liked. Some insight onto to what Google My Business is. It, it allows you to sort of manage and update how Google itself displays that business information. So you can create an account, it's completely free. It ties into Google Maps as well. So if people are searching for, you know, as you were saying, coffee shops or local brands um, in Google Maps, it also displays all information. Um, it also gives you some sort of basic insight data as to how many people have seen your content when they've searched for it on Google Maps yeah. and, and on the Google search engine. Um, it also allows customers to review your website and then that will, of course, allow you to respond to those reviews, whether they're positive and whether they're negative. Yeah. And, of course, there are other places where people can review your business. There's Yelp. There's loads of sort of local directories, I suppose, where people can search for yeah, and I think these businesses. Yeah, and I think that's key. So making sure that your information is correct across every local. I, I, I guess we, we call them directories. I, directories kind of get a bad name nowadays, but actually there are some key ones like Yelp and and, and similar ones like that that you should be in. Like just categorically, you should be in these directories yes. because having those citations that all add up to the same thing. Basically, all the information is the same across Google, Yelp, all the others then Google will be able to kind of join those dots up and say, well, actually, yep, there's lots of different places referring to this business as being in place A instead of place B, C, D, and E. Therefore, we will give these more guys more prominence when people are searching for coffee shop, as an example. Yeah, most definitely. And, of course, all the social platforms play a part in that as well, especially Facebook. Mm. So Facebook, again, allows you to put your opening times, telephone number, you know, your address there, so people will search four places based on you know their location in Facebook and reviews play an important part in that again as well they're really quite prominent and Facebook is looks like it's testing a new design as of this week mm. in which reviews are really front and center especially on mobile yeah um so that's crucial for a local business is to make sure that as well as being on on you know on Yelp and Google your Facebook page is, is completely correct yeah. And, yeah. and as as optimized as it should be absolutely and i think it's it's key for big brands as well that have multiple locations massively so if you're i don't know a costa or a starbucks and i don't want to just focus on coffee shops it applies to any business whether that be an estate agent with multiple locations in the country whatever having those listings per location is a great way for you to kind of show up and you'll find you know if you do a search for Costa Coffee when you're in London, then the closest one will pop up. It's exactly what I did when I was in London at the weekend. <laughs> and straight away, directions straight to that location because I'm terrible at directions. And I'm so glad that I've grown up in a world that has smartphones and I can just rely on someone telling me where to go because I can't read a map either. <laughs> I've always been very good at directions. I grew up reading, reading an atlas for fun. So I have like wow. a, a Google Maps in my head. It's always been a sad. So you're like a like a amateur cartographer. <laughs> yeah, I don't draw any maps, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I don't know what reading maps is called. Like, in, in... I don't. I don't know the term for it either. Something else you can do is put a unique number if you've got call tracking next to each of your listings. So if someone picks up the phone and you have different branches all around the country, you can then track exactly which branch is performing the best in terms of 
you know, straight away someone picking up the phone within those search results. So I think that's that's a really powerful thing that I don't see many brands doing. No, and I mean, you could do that as well to the link that you're sharing. So mm. if you're a business with multiple locations, you know, you, you don't want to just link the homepage. Every no. single time they click website on Google or, or the link again within Yelp or, and all of that, you want it to link to that exact page where you know, it has that location in it. Yeah, absolutely. And and something else you can do, again, that not too many businesses are doing, is you can can take photos, obviously, there's a very clever way of doing it, um, where you can take photos and someone can actually take a tour of your premises from within local search. Yes. Now, if you search for Fresh Egg, you can see, you can actually, there's a little kind of button that says see inside, and then you can actually take a virtual walk around our offices yeah you can tour around and and see what they look like yeah and i mean that's great for for someone who's maybe new to a town or you you know you want to have a look at the location before you enter i think that's quite a powerful marketing tool that i don't see too many businesses taking advantage of definitely i mean museums it's perfect for yeah absolutely yeah it's just you can quickly have like a look at what it looks like inside you know and then when you go there you're going to want to explore because you've sort of seen hints and tips of it from from you know on your phone yeah it really allows you to sort of see that sort of thing like that it's really powerful, I think. Yeah, and I think, you know, going back to the coffee shop, if you kind of take a tour around as a user and go, oh, looks a bit old, looks a bit, you know, old and manky, then you're going to go somewhere else. Now, if I'm that coffee shop owner, I probably wouldn't have a see inside option, but, <laughs> but there we go. Definitely. Or I might choose another coffee shop that does have the option whereby I can kind of have a look around and see what it's like beforehand. Yeah, and it looks really cool. It's got an upstairs, it's got a balcony. Right, know. exactly. These photos yeah. need to show that because they're going to entice customers to then come in. Yeah. Now, a really good guide that uh, we found and we've used is Moz's Local yeah. Guide to SEO. And Moz, obviously, we've described and talked about a lot in a lot of previous um, episodes, but their guide to local SEO is fantastic and I highly recommend that just Google Moz Local SEO. Um, it's got loads of information, uh, loads of advice, and we're going to be putting out a blog post on Google My Business and just sort of the, as we were saying earlier, the sort of top things that you should be looking to, to optimise and looking to do, and that should be coming soon on the Fresh Egg blog. Yeah, I think the, the Moz Local is really, really good. I think the one drawback is it looks to be, like basically, previously you could go and put in your your business name and your postcode, and it would give you all of the like top reference, reference points online, like Google, like Yelp, and it would say, okay, your details aren't fully formed, uh, filled in here, so you're fo- you haven't added enough photos or you haven't added a phone number, something like that. Um, that used to be free. Sadly, it no longer is free, and they want like 84 quid per listing, which seems a little bit on the pricey side to me. However, their local guides are, are still very, very good. That's a shame, though. That it is, because it was, it was an awesome free tour, and I was constantly promoting it, which, you know, me personally, promoting Mars is, is quite a big deal. <laughs> so Not a fan. Well, now, they, now they've taken away the one thing I You're would definitely promote. definitely not a fan. <laughs> <laughs> I think an important thing to talk about that I wanted to raise was, you know, we always talk about understanding your audience, and we talk about the importance of the content. Mm. And one thing that a lot of small local businesses, not the chains, but you just know your small coffee shop, your small, you know, shoe shop you all of these different places one thing they don't really do that often is get involved with the local community Mm. whether that is from producing content so i sell running shoes so i want to talk about the best running locations you know within a 10 mile radius so the best places to run in worthing the best places to run in brighton etc um the coffee shop for example could talk about the best places to go have dinner you know if if they're involved in the local community 
they can have a prize or an award show or even just an online sort of survey where where they recommend the best places to go for food you know yeah and it ties back into their service because they sell coffee so you can go there afterwards sort of thing so it's it's about understanding the audience and also being involved in that local community definitely i don't think it's just about optimizing that profile and letting it go i mean obviously we touched very very briefly on getting reviews in but don't forget about links as well you can get links from those local communities and that doesn't matter if you're you're a, a local business with one branch or a big brand with hundreds of branches, you should be looking to get engaged with those local communities. Getting, I don't want to just say links, but obviously you want to get that awareness in that community which generates those links. And actually those are all signals to search engines to say, actually this listing is the top result for someone searching for coffee shop in Worthing or London or whatever. Um, and I, yeah, and I think big brands are the biggest problem in this space. I think there's a lot of local businesses that market themselves quite well. There's lots that don't. But big brands very rarely do it. Mm. You don't see the the Starbucks and the Costa Coffees with their own local Twitter accounts. Or, McDonald's. Yeah, or you know, McDonald's with their own local Twitter accounts. However, what they do well is I think each each kind of branch has like a local notice board. Okay. And it kind of details these are the local charities that we sponsor. Here's the local things going on in this area. And actually, one of the things that I noticed when I was in America is for Starbucks is they, they do local things for that branch. So um, there's a Starbucks in Florida that was actually doing a wine tasting evening just for that branch. That's going to get attention. That's going to get people talking about it. But they, as far as I, when I looked, they didn't have their own Twitter account. They didn't have their own page on the website. So people have nowhere to link to or nowhere to engage with the brand. Somewhere that does do it very well is game. Okay. So game um, actively encourage each branch to have their own social profiles. And, um, you know, for instance, Worthing's got one. No, I don't think they're particularly active. <laughs> but there is one that actually I follow, despite being nowhere near, and that's um, game Westwood, Westwood Cross. They're a brilliant Twitter account because they know exactly how to talk to gamers. And I actually prefer the content that they put out to the main game account. Wow. But, yes, it's local, and but they just put out funny content which is great for gamers so they've got a they've got a facebook page they've got a twitter page they've got um they've got a vine account as well that's got over four hundred thousand loops which is not insignificant for it just keeping in mind that this is just one local Single game store shop yeah right it's not game as in the overarching business yeah, definitely so it's really great and again it's one of those things where i don't think they have a page on the website dedicated to them and i think that's where a lot of big businesses go wrong it adds personality, doesn't it? It does. I mean, so if I lived close to Westwood Cross, you know, you'd probably know the person that's running his Twitter account because right. he's the manager of the store, he's one of the employees yeah, exactly. of the store. Yeah. And you're going to go in and, and know that they're completely understanding, like, who you are as a, as a person because you're a gamer and they're a gamer and clearly they understand, you know, your personality. Exactly. So to give you an example here, there's a tweet here that just says, bags, 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 put your games in it, put hats in it, let your, cape, let your cat play with it, whatever, 50p, game bag for life. Now, that's promoting, obviously, games, carry bags that are for life, but that's exactly how a gamer would expect to and, and react positively to that kind of thing. Yeah, it's very informal, isn't it? Exactly. Yeah, and it's very and it's unique to that store. That's that's not. I can guarantee you that's not how the main game account would would tweet. No, they're going to be very formal, very yeah. corporate. A little bit more formal. It's not as corporate okay. as some big brands, but it's not that informal. I think that's really important. Is understanding that. Going back to we kind of briefly mentioned creating a landing page for each and every location on the website. Now I think there might be instances where 
that's not advised. But I think on the whole, if each of your locations has a distinct personality, you've got to do it. And I think going back to game, they have a page here for Westwood Cross. It's one of the locations in the shopping centre. But all they've got is they've got the map, which is great, and that matches up to what we're seeing in in Google in Google My Business. They've got the opening hours, which is which is fine, and the and the address and nearest train station, all that kind of basic information. But what isn't there is, well, here's their Twitter account, and here's the feed of tweets. Here's their Facebook page. This is the store manager, and he's the one that actually is running this account. You know, what are they doing? What local charities are they sponsoring? When's the next event on? Because actually, game have these things called lock-ins where there's an upcoming game coming out, they literally shut the store, invite a load of people in, and play it. Brilliant. Where's the, where's, yeah. where's the next time they're doing that? It's just not there. Where's the pictures of the last one that happened? Right, where are the staff that work in there? There's so much that you could add to that page. Actually, you know, even if you exclude Google and search engines for a second here, if I'm searching for Game Westwood Cross, this is the first result that came up, and actually... I don't really know. I don't know any different by looking at this page than I do from Google. And I think there's people that are going to be a lot more interested in looking at the ins and outs of this particular business other than just the basic. And I think that's really important. All of that information is really important on an about us page to say Mm. you're a small business. You've only got one location. You're the coffee shop in Worthing, as we were saying earlier. You want all of that information to be on your about us page. Right. From the very basics of, you know, the opening times and the pictures and stuff like that, all of that stuff that you sh- hopefully should find on the Google My Business and on Facebook and on Yelp. Yeah. You need all of that information, that, that sort of personality to be on your about us page. Yeah, absolutely. And I think there's a, there's a great example where often you will find about us pages, you know, in that there's always that kind of like secondary navigation, I forget what it's called, at the top right of the website. Yes. Where it just has things like about us, maybe blog or something like that FAQ, FAQ. contact us it's not in the primary nav yeah now we have we've had experience where we moved that from into the primary navigation and instead of just having the map and the contact information we had kind of profiles on each of the directors had we created a spotify playlist that kind of thing some some fun stuff but also interesting people want to know that there's actually faces behind the brand and as a result of that we saw not only obviously an increase to our about us page but actually um, you know, running kind of surveys and user testing before and after, more people were positively reacting to the brand as a result of that. And I believe it also influenced conversions as well. I'm not surprised. There's increased trust right, exactly. in, in the business because you sort of, not that you feel you know those people, but you, you feel like you can trust them a bit more because they're there front and centre talking mm. about who they are, what they're interested in, you know, what their business helps, you know, charities and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, and I think when you're looking at, these kind of this about us page think about who these people are and don't be afraid to to show off their personality so if you're a I don't know, if you're game and you you want your you want all of your staff in each of the stores to have their own little pictures on each of the location pages don't have them all dressed in suits no because you know what that's not what gamers are interested in you know if i'm a law firm that might be more absolutely that might be more kind of what my audience is expecting to see but if I'm game and they're all sitting there in suits looking a bit awkward that's not really what I'd want to see I'd want to see you know this is this is Bob he's he prefers Xbox One over PS4 this is his favorite game you know he's been playing games since XYZ as a gamer I react to that more positively more positively than I do landing on Amazon who can't do that and that's where the brands like Game can 
take the edge over Amazon because they have personality. Now, I'm not saying that there aren't people within Amazon with, 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 without personality, but they don't have those locations that I can then relate to. Yes. Yeah. Bricks and mortar has a massive advantage over online-only stores. Yeah, and that's, that's really... I know we're getting, going a bit off-topic here, but that's the only way I can see the high street as we see it right now surviving. Definitely. And, I, and, and it's all through online marketing. Yeah. Really. It, you know, it all kind of goes... We're talking about, to yeah, talking about real businesses, you know, brick and mortar, but people are looking for this information, they're looking for this content online to then go to those shops in yeah. person. Yeah. So you have to be getting it all right there in the first place. Exactly. Um, you know, going back to Google My Business, um, you know, we've had a couple of examples in the last couple of months where businesses have come to us who have multiple locations and they've all been, I don't want to say wrong, but they've not been as well optimised as they can it's be. It's been a bit messy. Yeah. So we've fixed that and automatically sales have gone up. Contacting uh, these, these businesses, these local branches has gone up, rocketed through the roof. You know, and sometimes it just takes a little bit of tweaking here and there just to get things right. But I think where, where a lot of brands, as we've we said about game, and um, they, they go wrong is they don't have enough personality on their actual website. And I think that's some, something that certainly a lot more brands should be doing. Whether you're one store or whether you're a brand with a thousand stores, you need that personality, I think, to actually engage with people. Especially people online who are searching on their phone or you know just sitting there researching on their laptop where they're going to go in London the next day. So I think that's probably it for this week, isn't it? It's quite a short one without Tom. Yeah, he's, chatty, chatty he likes Tom. to talk, talk a bit. We just get straight into it. <laughs> Definitely a lot quieter about him. So if you, if you do need any help with optimising your local profiles, whether that be within Google My Business, Yelp, you know, whether it just be helping you to define a strategy for how to improve that online and, and how that kind of syncs up with your offline bricks and mortar locations, you know, feel free to contact us at podcast at freshegg.com. Also, if you've enjoyed today's podcast, please leave us a review on iTunes. And uh, we'll see you next week.